One of the most profound moments in my life was the beginning of the Mass in which I was ordained a deacon. I'd been studying and preparing for ordination for eight years, and the moment had come when I was to commit the rest of my life to Christ in service of his church. (coughs) I walked into the church that morning. The church happened to be St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, which didn't hurt to set the mood. As I walked in, I just started crying, and I cried all the way in. And the tears were not because of the beautiful church or the long years of preparation coming to a conclusion or sadness or fear. The tears just came from a deep sense within me of how much God had been working in my life and how amazing it was that God called little old me to serve him in that way. My deep emotion of that day and a similar emotion a few months later in Green Bay when I was ordained a priest was not about me but about God and about his amazing love. Sometimes we get a sense of that at a wedding, watching the groom see his bride walk down the aisle the deep love they have for each other as they're about to pledge their lives to God and to one another in the sacrament of matrimony. During Easter time, we've been hearing imagery from the book of Revelation. Today, we hear how St. John describes heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. In St. John's vision, we, the church, are his bride, and Christ is the bridegroom. And Christ loves his church in that deep way. And he also loves each of us individually in that same awesome way. Sometimes we reduce our faith into rules and and things we should do. And our faith does make demands on us. But that's towards the end, not the beginning. We don't start with ourselves and all that we can or need to do for God. The starting point is God, not us. The starting point is God's deep love for us. In giving us the new commandment in the gospel today, the command to love, Christ gives us a command starting with his love for us. As the Father, or as I have loved you, you should love one another. And how does Jesus love us? He loves us to death. He gave all he had for us. And he did it for our sake, not his. That is the love a husband is called to have for his wife. That is the love a priest is called to have for his people. That is the love all of us are called to have 
for one another. We first receive Christ's love for us, and then, in the power of that love, we're able to love the people that God has placed in our lives. Jesus' gift of self was not just 2,000 years ago. He died on the cross once for all, but he continues to be present for us and to us and to give us his very self, body, blood, soul, and divinity, each time we gather for the Eucharist. The most amazing experience we've ever had of God could be this evening in this church at this Mass. Here, Jesus loves us so much that he gives us everything. That is how loved we are. That's why his followers have continued to gather every Sunday for almost 2,000 years to again experience the power of his love. In receiving that amazing gift, we are then strengthened to go and to love one another as he has first loved us. And so this evening, let's simply say thank you to our Lord Jesus for loving us in such an awesome way.